Hello guys and welcome to INST, your information stock. I'm your host, Terabyte. This is a podcast series by a techie for the techies. And I'm here to quench all your thirst and feed your hunger with some content by the coolest people in the technology domain. We'll be discussing about things you might not know about and we'll brainstorm on some new and unique ideas. Uh, it's going to be a really interesting journey. So I better say you set your headphones and get comfy and let's do this. Hello guys and welcome back to another podcast at Inst, your information stock. I'm your host Akash Sharma aka Terabyte as you know me. So today we have a visionary innovator, a young and budding entrepreneur a techie who wants to bring revolution with what he invents. He is the guy who was honored from the Indian Education Minister on his invention for defense against heinous crimes like rape and eve teasing. He was enlisted as a social entrepreneur and changemaker under 20 by an international organization. Wow. At such a small age, he had been giving a lot of TED talks and motivational speaks at a lot of conventions in different institutes, colleges. So the amazing guy we have today with us is Siddharth Mandala. How are you doing, Siddharth? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, Akash. Uh, it's my pleasure to have you on board with us for today. So uh, Siddharth has been doing uh, like a really good job and he has invented a lot of things. We're going to have a lot of questions. So Siddharth, like we have some questions from our audience, from some of my own research on what you do. So uh, let's start off like... Can you just please explain a little bit about what you do and how people know you basically? Like just putting lights on some on some of your accomplishments that you have achieved so far? For sure, for sure. Okay. So what I try to do is I basically try to help women through my little device called Electroshoe. So I created this device, Electroshoe, when I was, uh, I think, uh, roughly around 16, 17 years old. So this device yeah so what this device basically does is that you know when someone tries to attack a woman or anyone at this point right uh, he or she needs to make sure that this small badge that can be clipped onto footwear or wherever it is like hair hair clips wristband wherever you want to clip it you can clip it wherever you want so this small yeah so this small device you have to make sure that it gets in touch with the other person and it gets but it's done to the other person, it electrocutes them. It's a small badge that can be clipped on to literally anything. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, from footwear to hair clips mm-hmm. to uh, wristband, mm-hmm. you can just be creative on that, right? So what mm-hmm. electroshoe basically does is that, you know, when the small badge gets mm-hmm. pressed onto the other person uh, and other person being the molester, okay, it electrocutes that person. It electrocutes that person Dang. and sends location to nearby police stations, family oh. members, and also uh-huh. anyone who is nearby and has a small badge with them. So wow. in a way, we are trying to bring random people to help uh-huh. other people. So uh-huh. in a way, you can say I'm trying to build Avengers sort of common people, you know? So uh-huh. that's that's the analogy uh-huh. I usually uh-huh. go with, but yeah. That's, so that's awesome. People that's know me that's a really cool thing to even think about. For full time now, for for a couple of years, I would say a good four to five years, mm-hmm. in fact. So yeah, that's what mm-hmm. Electroshoe is all about. 
No, that's really awesome. Like it's even it's an it's an awesome thing to even think about, and the concept behind this is really unique. And mm -hmm. you can say like it's it's like very modular to wear as well. Like I mean, there is nothing wrong, and it's really safe and easy to use as well. I've seen some of your projects, and I've seen um, I've done a lot a little bit of research as well, and that's not really good. Mm -hmm. Thank right. you so much. Um, <clears throat> so uh, and. You're welcome. So, what apart from like to shoe, like, is, what other projects you are like known for? Um, so I did this little uh, melanoma project that I've done with my friend, good friend Pranit Sahab. So, where we tried to detect mm -hmm. uh, uh, skin cancer, mm -hmm. melanoma at a very early stage using our mobile phone wow. camera. So, we tried to get that thing done, but then it was just taking too much space, even for a traditional uh, application standpoint of view. So we thought mm -hmm. uh, we 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 really we don't we really don't have the storage tech that we require to to really execute mm -hmm. something like this on a massive grand scale. So that is what um, okay. I've done when I was uh, again uh, when I was in uh, I think seventeen I believe when I was like super tacky person super tacky person. Oh, and, wow. Uh, but apart from that, but yeah, but apart from that, uh, mm -hmm. my friend and I, Abhishek, uh, who is also my co-founder with Electroshow, right? Uh, mm -hmm. We both started a non-profit before called uh, Cognizance Welfare Initiative, mm -hmm. where we were basically trying to help underprivileged kids uh, mm -hmm. uh, and teaching them how to program cool stuff. Wow! You know, because. Uh, I yeah I mean uh, building cool stuff is everything at this point and we feel like if we can uh, teach them how to build cool stuff maybe that could uh, provide freelance oh that's awesome uh, superheroes you know no oh, that's true. yeah I mean I mean people mm -hmm. yeah, yeah so can can you please and repeat I, the name for the listeners uh the, it's called cognizance welfare initiative okay, okay. cognizance welfare initiative yeah so yeah I'll put the link very very mm -hmm. yeah for sure for sure and uh and let's see and because of this i was also invited uh, to be youth leader at a california-based ngo called empowering excel for them to lead their initiative awesome. uh, which was happening yeah which was happening in rural india mm -hmm. so we created this accelerated reading project because they believe that uh, kids mm -hmm. should definitely read but more than that mm -hmm. they should be able to comprehend what they are reading you know it just can't be shallow reading wow. and they really wanted uh, yeah they really wanted our little squad and i to be there to mm -hmm. really help these government school kids mm -hmm. to get a really good, solid understanding of harry potter books or basically any cool novels mm -hmm. that any teenager would love to right and that's what we did you know we we, we went through a sequence of movies mm -hmm. and back and forth and, and it was a really great great experience awesome so that was one more initiative mm -hmm. and recently recently we started this uh, initiative called electrofer mm -hmm. initiative which is basically uh, one of the parent initiatives of electroshoe itself mm -hmm. i would say mm -hmm. and uh, what it, what electroshoe basically does is that it tries to raise more awareness on different type of assaults that happen mm -hmm. in india mm -hmm. Because uh, because these days like assault can come in any sort of form, right. and you'd be surprised uh, the kind of stories that I've heard mm -hmm. that you would possibly never even think of mm -hmm. something like that would even happen. Mm -hmm. And this disturbed me quite a lot. And I thought that how could I really prevent sexual assault when I'm not even aware of these type of issues, mm -hmm. right? So I thought, uh, and it's just not me. And people, a lot of people are very very 
ignorant on these type of issues so i thought right. maybe it's always good to spread awareness on uh, this so hence we started electrofer initiative and uh, mm-hmm. that's what we did uh, for a while before the whole corona thing just happened and uh, yeah <laughs> that that's, that's what electrofer is all about so yeah these are the, yeah these are the couple of initiatives that mm-hmm. i was able to tap onto that's awesome uh, after electrofer that's awesome i mean yeah. you did all this stuff at the age of 17 right um no um electrofer and everything i think i'm still doing them but uh, initially i started these off uh, around that age yeah. oh i started these initially yeah. around that age yeah. but that sounds really cool like yeah. you are the exact child prodigy every indian i mean every parent in general would ever look for <laughs> like that's awesome i mean i mean I mean I wouldn't really call myself child prodigy just because uh, I would just because I think child prodigies are way too uh, what do you say one skill centric and they really excel at at what they really do whether it be science math or whatever mm-hmm. it is you know but but I kind of see myself as someone who who just uh, tries to do what he really loves to do and and uh, really put all my focus into mm-hmm. into something that could probably help people you what know? you will say and uh, again he, <laughs> yeah man and uh, and uh, yeah i mean i mean as long as i'm happy doing these mm-hmm. things i feel like uh, everything's going to fall into its place so yeah i can yeah no that's really awesome it's really good to know like what you have been doing so far it's really good to see people like thinking about this kind of stuff like in that depth and that too at this young age i mean people are still not aware mm-hmm. of the kind of the salts and kind of things that are happening in the technology domain how to connect them and how to synchronize these stuff and you have been inventing stuff at the age of 17 <laughs> that's awesome good job buddy i mean look at you akash i mean look at you akash you are you're one of the examples too you've been uh, you're pretty young too you're not any far older than than what i am i am as well and you've been involved with cybersecurity issues and you're doing your own part you know trying to help our community any possible way as i can so i would kind of see myself as you you know um regarding these type of issues so yeah we are not very far in my mate <laughs> well so, thank yeah. you so much that means a lot man i appreciate that Mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. so um <clears throat> thank you so uh let's get back a little bit on your electroship project so i want to know like mm-hmm. it's, it's really interesting and it's really like indulging to know about this kind of stuff happening and you made this stuff at such a young age so i want to know like what kind of you know difficulties or what kind of problems both technical and personal you faced when you were executing this pr- project i mean like there were some sort of setbacks <laughs> that you faced so i i want to know the whole yeah. story All right man I mean this uh, <laughs> is no I mean yeah I mean uh, saying few setbacks are like is a huge understatement I would say mm-hmm. this whole process that there is like you know um it's it's uh, it's uh, setbacks are like a very common thing in mm-hmm. this uh, it it basically becomes your life cell at this mm-hmm. point you know and uh, and uh, but but yeah I'll I'll be very happy to go into specifics sure. so when I started this out um I basically knew nothing. I didn't know how to program mm-hmm. stuff. I didn't know how to how to get in touch with people mm-hmm. who knew stuff. Mm-hmm. I literally knew nothing. Mm-hmm. And after my mom took me to the nearby case, mm-hmm. I just had one thing in my mm-hmm. mind that is to make sure that you know I need to do something about this problem. Mm-hmm. And uh, and in the process i i met my friend abhishek mm-hmm. right uh, and i told him like man this is a serious issue mm-hmm. and we have to do something about mm-hmm. it and uh, since that time since we both made the mind to like you know work on it we we faced backlash from our college professors mm-hmm. um arguably 
sometimes from our parents mm-hmm. you know because guest comes to my room we skip school we <laughs> ask professors can you help us with this you know the physics professors mm-hmm. they were like why do you have to do this you know just just focus on studying right. just get into i it already you know don't don't waste your time on this typical classical <laughs> teacher yeah typical typical yeah typical student type mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, but the, the, here's the thing right like when you are super young and when and when the people whom you look up to mm-hmm. whom you trust mm-hmm. tell you something mm-hmm. to do exactly opposite of what you want to do <laughs> it kind of breaks your reality it kind of makes you question your own reality Indeed. you know and uh, you might and you might start questioning your own self on right. that but uh, but but uh, thankfully i don't know what happened to me i just ignored all of those and mm-hmm. uh, and abhishek was also very very inclined towards doing something so we just uh, tried to get in touch with people on linkedin we spammed uh, random people on linkedin facebook mm-hmm. whom we thought you know who had the skill mm-hmm. to build electronics mm-hmm. right we just messaged random people and i think i think in the span we messaged over 300 people i guess wow. and, and some people even like you know got mad and replied back at us like you know, just ranted out <laughs> like you know hey what is up this is you know and and and, and that is fine like this is a pro- this is a part of the process and mm-hmm. uh, and abhishek and i like we finally met one person named joseph solomon he helped mm-hmm. us get the basics right he told us what piece electric transducer concept is and xyz xyz mm-hmm. and and uh, and yeah i mean i mean after that like it was uh, it i think i think uh, i was electrocuted two times oh. you know and uh, no i'm not even kidding and abhishek even developed a nose bleed at one point while <laughs> we were working on this you know Damn. we had to be guinea pigs you know we had to right, be guinea right. pigs to to really test it out you know what you see or sometimes in the paper might not really mm-hmm. be like you know but it can happen practically mm-hmm. so we had to test it out by ourselves and our parents were very frustrated they were like what is up with mm-hmm. you kids you know like why what up with this whole thing <laughs> and uh, and but again like we thought again we we kind of saw this as a game you know like when you play a video right. game you get hurt you get, you get beaten down and everything but you you know for a fact that once you defeat this boss or level or whatever right. it is you will you will you will achieve the victory you know so we were kind of thinking in that spectrum we were like mm-hmm. okay we got shocked cool so that means we are super close like we are super super close to achieving right. hence we were able to still stick on to that and surprisingly it took us two years just developing the prototypes and i would say our prototype even failed 17 times you know and uh, like completely and uh, but we just kept drilling drilling mm-hmm. drilling and electricity to happen and at least this is the invention part okay this is the invention building the electricity mm-hmm. part turning electricity to a business is a whole different right. ball game is a whole different ball game with a whole different like set of difficulties right, right. that one could not at all anticipate mm-hmm. and that is that is and and uh, that is what i'm doing right now and i'm telling you man the kind of memories i've created the kind of struggles i've faced is really really insane. <laughs> i'm sure at least on on this uh, i'm pretty sure it yeah. must be uh, i mean like talking yeah. to people explaining them the idea some will agree to it some will just like you know laugh out and they will just say like it's all a waste of time but yeah i'm pretty i'm very glad that you kept on going and you have like came to the stage like i'm pretty sure you're going to go even far from this but yeah you have already made uh, an example <laughs> that definitely like, if you're thinking of something you don't need to listen to all the stereotype and people you just need to execute that first because if you're believing in the idea you don't need anyone else to believe in it you can do it yourself i mean mm-hmm. that's really good 
for sure for sure but here's a here's a funny part right uh-huh. like uh, yes we we definitely should be like very very resilient uh-huh. to to what we really believe uh-huh. on but then at the same time we really have to like when you're getting so much criticism from people uh-huh. and everything and that's what happens all the time when someone tries to do something extremely new right, right? like uh, and and this is what everyone's going to face extreme criticism because right. you're going against people's traditional belief systems right. here you know and and uh, in this case uh, for electro shoe like uh, even if that is a case we should still take that criticism mm-hmm. and really question our own thing and i'm telling you like lot of people shared electroshoe articles okay like i would say more than 2 million people across the world have shared electroshoe's articles you know from different media sources wherever it is you know it was just um, uh, it went viral over the internet mm-hmm. but but that being said it didn't explain any demand mm-hmm. that people wanted to put money right. on it they liked right. it but would they put money mm-hmm. on it you know no no these are the tough questions that right. you should still juggle on no matter like like you should you should definitely be resilient to pursue what you have mm-hmm. to do but you should also ask tough questions for yourself and mm-hmm. uh, you and if you check electro shoes version 1 mm-hmm. right which is a flip flop okay, okay? Uh, a very bad looking flip flop mm-hmm. um, that is what went viral in the first place okay. right and uh, when i went when it went viral i thought i i was hitting on to something mm-hmm. you know and i think like why would people even share something like right. this if they don't right. like it and and i just started uh messaging mm-hmm. you know random people mm-hmm. who shared my articles mm-hmm. right on facebook and everything mm-hmm. like hey since you've shared it would you like to mm-hmm. buy it and people were and, and people were very hesitant they were like no we don't want to buy that mm-hmm. because it looks ugly <laughs> it looks bad it looks unfashionable right. it looks like a time bomb <laughs> you know and and, and I'm not even kidding these are the remarks i've got and i'm like whoa 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 these the, the exact same people who shared my articles <laughs> are acting like this out no see that that doesn't explain anything right, right? and and when some and and when you do get criticism you you should kind of be able to develop this sense to weed out what mm-hmm. is the right type of criticism and what is the criticism that is not at all going to be right. helpful so if someone says like just stop it and like you know uh, do engineering and get a job now that might not be something that you would want to um, take it for your right, heart right. okay but if someone says look at your shoe like it looks so ugly like why would anyone <laughs> want to wear it now you be like yeah and now you be like okay that's interesting tell me more about it like right. like why do you find right. it ugly you know like 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 you should still be able to weed out a criticism right. so and and if you really see the new version mm-hmm. right now it took us a lot of tries to like develop this version after selling a lot of minimum viable mm-hmm. products pilot testing mm-hmm. understanding and getting the user mm-hmm. feedback now like that flip flop turned into a small badge that can be clipped on to awesome. you know and, and 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 i feel like the constructive criticism do help they will destroy your soul mm-hmm. sure but then they they will definitely put you on a right track i would say awesome. so yeah Yeah that's that's an amazing journey you just explained about like it's a really good story you, you should learn. have you read a blog or something so far about this <laughs> no <laughs> no but, but but usually usually um uh, i get i get love from other journalists that you know they do it themselves mm-hmm. uh, by by like you're asking me wonderful questions like look at you like you're asking wonderful questions so they just get in touch with me like this and they have these conversations awesome. and they put up and they put up the story on behalf of me so i'm i'm happy awesome. with that that's good to know uh, uh yeah there's one yeah. question that arose to me like you said like people are hesitant to buy and invest in this kind of a project have you heard of this thing called mm-hmm. uh, shark tank 
I did actually. I did. I so, did. Uh, uh-huh. In fact, when I was uh, very young, I used to watch all the episodes. Yeah. I would uh-huh. say, which is put on the loop and uh-huh. everything. This is quite. This is very interesting because I never really uh, thought to uh, get involved with Shark Tank just because uh-huh. uh, the the business uh, metrics that I base uh-huh. upon and uh-huh. everything is is uh, is very very different to to what Shark Time. looking type of product would be at this point right. you know mm-hmm. because i'm still at a point where i'm trying to figure out this uh, thing called product market fit as okay. in why do people love my product like i'm still trying to answer this exact same mm-hmm. question so if i if i could if i could sell like uh, what do we say at least a 50000 units and then i know that okay people love this product for mm-hmm. sure i feel like that is like when i have, when i can answer this question that yes i found this secret holy grail mm-hmm. uh, like Again, I'm 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 not saying that you know uh, people wouldn't like it just because uh, I faced some criticism like like couple of years uh-huh. ago because now when I go on and show this iterated models to people now they love <laughs> it but but it still it still makes me feel like you know I could do better right. and uh, and I know for a certain that I could do uh-huh. better when I could sell a certain amount of units. Uh-huh. and uh, right now it could be 50 it could be 100000 it could be whatever it is but uh, when i know for a fact that i could do that then i will go with it and and i don't really think i would also need investment as an investment at this mm-hmm. point because i would rather i would rather have it from people who believe right. it, you know maybe have a crowdsourcing platform or something right. like that then then uh, putting myself in a position where i might be losing some chance mm-hmm. of of piece of my little baby that i've created <laughs> you know so you know, and 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 that that's that's how i kind of see it as you know and and shark tank is a great platform mm-hmm. if i had a different product that i'm working on mm-hmm. you know like let's say automatic pizza maker right. you know or automatic breakfast right. maker or some stuff like that then then yeah that that's the kind of product that you would want to put upon mm-hmm. on, on in front of people and mm-hmm. you know and create that type of hype but but i feel like people do know what my product is and i'm and i'm happy for that and i feel like i just have to make sure that people get the best possible product mm-hmm. and to me to me giving the best possible product to the people is everything more than uh, getting on to the mm-hmm. amazing tv shows like <laughs> bank or whatever it is right. you know that that puts my top tier right right no that's good like you are aware of it because that was one of my google search like electricity one shark tank when i was researching for you and uh, i thought like why <laughs> is this not why this guy is not on shark tank i mean sorry to disappoint <laughs> you sorry to disappoint oh, you no, on that, this, all right <laughs> that's okay that wasn't a disappointment though um but yeah i hope the yeah. best for you um as you talk about like fundraising and crowdsourcing platforms there are a lot like kickstarter there's rocket hub indiegogo so maybe you can try that one in the mm-hmm. future if possible for you like if you think that's good for your business i mean definitely yeah, definitely sure. uh we were really thinking of going with the self starter scheme mm-hmm. but uh, we'll see we'll see how it goes um right now we we are trying to get pre-orders before we before we start uh, uh selling the product itself mm-hmm. so this is the ethos that i always follow that you know you always sell first and then you build it mm-hmm. you know and uh, that's what we are doing so we we did build we did sell a lot of units like mvps mm-hmm. i think we sold like 200 mvps and everything before we built the final product wow. itself right nice. and and uh, and now we we we, we are having constant mm-hmm. uh, 
communication with telangana government as in how they find this product very fascinating awesome. and we are trying to like you know make conversations and on how this product could possibly mm-hmm. help the telangana state at, at least you know because as you might have heard there was a very recent rape case that happened right, in hyderabad right. specifically Disha right, right. and you know, and I'm from Hyderabad, mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, and we are really trying mm-hmm. to do everything right now to to get merged up with the police mm-hmm. and do something about mm-hmm. it. So yeah, um, um, we we are taking it step by mm-hmm. step, and we are trying to focus on uh, the current issue where it lies, mm-hmm. and uh, Western countries mm-hmm. like uh, like uh, where Shark Tank usually gets hosted. So let's let's try to. Mm-hmm. do something in our in our own motherland and then we can uh, think about getting involved with uh, big sharks and tigers mm-hmm. because this is what i understood too. Mm-hmm. now i study in america too and there are two different markets mm-hmm. okay there are two different markets us market is completely right. different like for example the assaults that you see mm-hmm. most of the assaults that mm-hmm. you see in america mm-hmm. are happened by someone whom you know whom you trust right. already mm-hmm. you know and and uh, and unlike in mm-hmm. india where street assault happens very frequently even buses right. and trains and metros you know any sort of assault right. right and like that like in america it happens on the people whom you know and trust mm-hmm. so creating something like a shoe taser or a badge taser would not at all fare out very well at all and i and i learned it hard mm-hmm. way and the instead the us version that i understood from my market research is that they prefer something like a loud noise that makes noise and sense location mm-hmm. to people so again that is what uh, the 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 western civilization like kind of mm-hmm. like tends to incline mm-hmm. upon from my research i would say and mm-hmm. uh, and at least the indian developing countries uh, segment is more inclined towards mm-hmm. something more uh, offense uh, on the offense side as in mm-hmm. like you know taking control of the situation right. by and if it, if it has to shock mm-hmm. person they don't mind it they'll do of it course. you know and and uh, these are these are the tough conversations uh, that that uh, i get to have when i'm looking at two different uh, market segments mm-hmm. so again like uh, something like shark tank and everyone like the the western civilization wouldn't really get the 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 things that happen in developing countries right, you know so again i would like to focus on uh, what is on my plate right now and with the people that i really care mm-hmm. about right now that is my family and my mm-hmm. friends and and the people and, and 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 people i really love you know and i want to like make sure mm-hmm. i do something about this and then we will think about what we can do in the western civilization mm-hmm. so i mean yeah, yeah you got a yeah. long way to go and you have like you just i believe you are in your 20s right now and i'm pretty sure like you will definitely find out some really good solutions as you have already done and oh, i wish you the good mm-hmm. luck for that uh that's mm-hmm. great thank you you want to Thank you so much. Uh, all right. So just a few time a few uh, minutes back like you told me about like you have been invited to different conventions and you had been to California and maybe a lot of others mm-hmm. uh events as well. So um just for the fun fact I would like to know like what kind of mm-hmm. e- e- do you remember any kind of fun incident that took place when you were attending any of these events that you can share? Um fun stuff yeah i mean there are a lot of fun stuff um let's say um hmm, in the conventions events so usually this is what happens okay mm-hmm. like in these conventions and everything they 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 put you on a nice suit mm-hmm. um you get to eat really great food for free you you get to chill around you get to meet different people who are also invited to these type of events and you basically meet, get to meet cool people and get to hear their stories you know who are on the same 
Delmore, if not more than you, you know, and uh, they, 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 they share these amazing stories. And usually, it's much more serious than than uh, what we might anticipate, as in like you know, fooling around and uh, and you know, making some funny memories. Mm-hmm. Um, but but that being said, I I have been put in situations where I was in bizarre places, <laughs> like. Okay. Uh, like i was living in a small boat i was living in a small wow. boat i would say <laughs> um my parents didn't know about that i was living with baptist priests mm-hmm. i was uh, living living in uh, castro which is the gay's neighborhood possible you know mm-hmm. in california right. which is pretty amazing because uh, as indian we never really get chance to like you know get involved with lgbtq community and then suddenly you go to a place where it's encouraged and people are like you know more open about their own sexualities which is pretty interesting right. mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, it was it was it was it was amazing in a way that you know i was able to make different type of memories by putting myself in these situations mm-hmm. and 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 uh, yeah i mean there were some inside jokes and everything which i don't think would be appropriate on a podcast but no <laughs> but but but, but, but but that but that being said that being said i would say mm-hmm. um usually usually um it, it's it's a combination of uh, both you know serious and fun stuff and uh, for me and for me for me i could i could i could uh, I could specify one or two instances but uh, they they weren't they wouldn't really get the context you know like like yeah. uh, it would be it would be more like yeah yeah they wouldn't really go with the context <laughs> but that being said it's it's a, this whole ride is a, is a wild journey and uh, entrepreneurship mm-hmm. no matter what mm-hmm. it is it's going to put you in weird possible situations right. that you will be proud of and you will look back and you will chuckle and you will chuckle and you will share it with the people who were in that context and have a really good laugh on that right, you know? right. so so yeah, but, yeah no it yeah. sounds pretty exciting like what you're talking about already even though you didn't tell about it <laughs> i mean living in a boat i mean that's amazing that's pretty fun <clears throat> yeah yeah not even kidding man it was just very fun right um i mean yeah that's really good like you have been getting to traveling places you have like dealing with a lot of all, almost all kind of people all together and like getting in mm-hmm. touch with big names and all sort of convention with students and everything so you have only got like good amount of you can say um fame you can say right uh, from the media itself from different social media platforms so like it does it happen like people do recognize you when you are like traveling somewhere or when you are just like on the roads like people do recognize you as a star face or something like how how did it changed if it is um okay um let's say so there are two questions i would <laughs> say how do i deal with the fame <laughs> and then do i do do people really support me in the in the in the, in the traditional outlying scenes okay so I wouldn't really consider this fame to be honest mm-hmm. um it's 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 just uh, I I would see this more like an acceptance for my mm-hmm. idea I would mm-hmm. say that that people have uh, this sort of on mm-hmm. which is great and uh, and uh, two not many people would like just look at me and be like hey that's the guy you know no because usually I have changed a lot like I have like you know my my face structure changed after my teens <laughs> what you see and what you see right now is a whole different she person so no like i have a, 
people hit me very hard yeah yeah so 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 no people people if, even if they do want to like want to recognize me even my mom couldn't recognize me if she if she just like you know sees me after wow. 3 months so no usually usually <laughs> so usually no people don't list find me like mm-hmm. that but that being said when i was in my college mm-hmm. right uh, there there was this one event mm-hmm. that happened uh, in my in, i think it was in one of the quantitative labs or something so there's a speaker mm-hmm. okay he came to give a talk mm-hmm. and this guy is from san francisco mm-hmm. and he was a part of el foundation mm-hmm. and uh, he was one of the el fellows mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, he he really is a very uh renowned guy in the bay area at least you know at least in the startup right. scene and uh having is also a forbes under 30 guy okay. as well and which is pretty interesting yeah and uh, there are a lot of people and then he just looks at me and he's like i know you wow you know? and i'm like how do you know me and he's like i i think you have created this shoe like a time bomb shoe <laughs> that my students were talking about and i'm like okay <laughs> that's not what it is but but i'll take it you know i'll take it you know and I, i'll take it that's pretty funny uh, I, I, this is one of yeah <laughs> and and i'm like okay okay this is and and again and i tell him and he asked me that okay what's up with the whole scene you know like what happened with the lecture issue and everything like my indian students have showed me these articles and they're like wow something's actually happening and everything so what happened now mm-hmm. and then i said and i sit in front of him and i tell him that you know hey so mm-hmm. this is what happened this is what i'm doing this is where i lie and this is where i ended up in college and he's like what are you doing in college <laughs> just leave college mm-hmm. and come and be with me in san francisco <laughs> and i'm like what again so ps this guy has dropped out when he was in high school okay so obviously his mind in his mind he's he's like why do you need college right that's his that's his mindset exactly. and at that and at that point i didn't care at all as well mm-hmm. i was like wow and uh, i don't know if i told you his name his name is zack lata in case if people yeah. want to know more about this this amazing guy his name is zack lata mm-hmm. but uh, this guy he's like come and be with me in san francisco mm-hmm. and i'm like whoa okay damn if that is the case then i'll do it so I don't tell my parents. I think it was even Thanksgiving time because I knew that my parents would definitely be like, "Are you stupid? What are you doing? Finish your graduation," mm-hmm. you know. And and uh, I didn't tell my friends. I didn't. I I think I've only hugged my roommates, and I was like, "Sayonara, boys! I have to leave now," you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's a calling here, you know. There's a calling from Supreme mm-hmm. Human. Now I have to just leave so, you guys. You know? So this Zaknada, if if I'm not wrong, is he the guy from uh, Hacks Club? He is from Hacker. Awesome. He's, yeah. He's a founder of Hacker. Yeah, we know. I know him yeah. as well. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, really? Have you uh, met him? We have like a virtual conference. Like it's if not face to face. Like yeah, but he he knows me. He knows me as well. Perfect, perfect. When you say Sid, he'll again lose his shit and he'll be like, "Oh, that's the guy." Right? Like, but no, sure. this this. I will. <laughs> so, but like, yeah, Zach is a wonderful human mm-hmm. being, and uh, he was the one. Who 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 kind of put me in a different who who put me in a different situation? That was my mom though. By the way, she was asking me if I want to have juice or tiffin. But anyway, um, let's see. So Zach was the person who who kind of encouraged me to break the traditional norms, as in like you know sticking to university. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even tell my university. Okay, I I I wanted to just go out in there, and I'm I'm not even kidding. When I was in uh, India, when I was building these uh, cool stuff. 
I was I was I was mm-hmm. actually reading all the tech giants books like you know Peter Thiel, mm-hmm. Bill Gates, right. the, the mm-hmm. kind of dynamics that happened in the 90s, the right. 90 bubble and like it was mm-hmm. insanely insane you know and and I I grew up listening to all the silicon valley and san francisco and how these people create companies you know mm-hmm. which is pretty fucking amazing and mm-hmm. not even kidding and and when when this guy offers me a leeway to have mm-hmm. an opportunity mm-hmm. to see how this lifestyle looks mm-hmm. i was like i'm down man so i just flew there and uh, i was living with him for a while awesome. and uh, he gave me a and he told me said like all i can do right now is i can give you a place to stay mm-hmm. but that's it because i am busy as a person mm-hmm. and right now if you can put yourself out there as in getting in touch with people mm-hmm. writing emails whatever it is mm-hmm. right getting connected with people mm-hmm. like stuff will happen here that's what he tells me awesome. and uh, and and i i was I, and i was like that's all i need you know exactly. i need a bridge to like you know connect what i believe in or what people want to have right. so and it was a perfect opportunity for me to get a quick slash at how the ecosystem really right, works right. in the silicon valley culture and the san francisco mm-hmm. culture and uh, and uh, at this point uh, he was uh, yeah i i think i was in his uh, apartment little apartment for for like two months mm-hmm. he was living somewhere else mm-hmm. but uh, he gave me a spare apartment and this is where castro comes in you know it was it was mm-hmm. uh it's one of the profound lgbtq uh areas that people could find and uh it, it's, it's also it's also a really great experience just getting in touch with different people uh, and then uh, getting to know them and then i get kicked out just because mm-hmm. uh from from zach's apartment just because um uh there was some issue with uh, Zach's friend who was giving me the apartment and uh, since i had to like kind of leave okay. out uh i was homeless for a while you know i was homeless Whoa. for a while and i was actually you know i'm not even kidding i was cafe hopping Whoa. i was cafe hopping to happen to hopping and uh, i was uh, i didn't have money to eat food as well you know because i didn't tell yeah. my parents uh that that i'm in this i and usually san francisco is extremely expensive the salad cost like 40 bucks or something mm-hmm. i believe and uh, which is which is pretty insane mm-hmm. and i had no money to eat food so what i used to do is i used to skip breakfast i used to skip lunch i used to go to um pitch competitions wow. okay in these pitch competitions they had free food like free soda mm-hmm. and pizza mm-hmm. and that's how i was like basically like you know surviving for like yeah. you know for the next three months and i'm not even kidding and uh, and uh, Zach I was cafe hopping when I was homeless you know I was I was I was trying to find some patterns like when I could sleep in the daytime in a coffee shop and then I uh, I dive out uh, and then move from place to place I did that for a while and then uh, I saw this cool he's this guy's another cool friend of Zach Adam Munik I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right Adam Munik I believe yeah and mm-hmm. uh, he he's the uh, he i saw him on uh, like like you know in mutuals and i searched upon him and he seemed like a very cool guy because he hacked into a university called rig's mm-hmm. servers just to prove how stupid their servers were <laughs> you know he just he he seemed like a very <laughs> he seemed yeah he 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 did fit into that whole stereotype and i was like damn this guy seems fun mm-hmm. and i just emailed him we got in mm-hmm. touch he called me he his location was somewhere in the ocean 
and I'm like, what the fuck is this? And then I just went uh-huh. there, and and apparently he was living in a small uh-huh. boat, and uh, we we click instantly, uh-huh. and uh, and I ask him, hey man, like we spent a whole night talking about random hardware struggles that you know hardware right. hardware, uh-huh. and, and and he he instantly liked me for some reason, and I asked him, hey, can I can I be in your can I stay in your boat for a while? And he's like, yeah. So hence I was living in a small boat, and I was I was. What do we say? I was increasingly. Uh, I was. I was. Uh, what do we say? I was so used to the board pattern uh-huh. that I used to feel sick when I used to come on land. Yeah. I was having like I was having land sickness. Okay, instead of sea sickness, I was having land well, sickness. Is, it was very. Of a kind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was very funny, funny experience, right. and yeah, I mean. Uh, it uh, and i i can i get to meet uh, different people amazing people and i was pitching it i was pitching to investors mm-hmm. every single day mm-hmm. man and i'm telling you the kind of criticisms they give is so detailed mm-hmm. layered but they also destroy your mm-hmm. soul from best right. to best and 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 uh, and i'm telling you like this is where i really understood that you know what they teach in college what you learn through internet are like Whole different, like I, I'm in a different league compared to what these guys right, play, right, right. you know. And and, and and this is where I got exposed mm-hmm. brutally mm-hmm. to the to the to the to the gruesome startup right. culture. People do raise shitload of money and everything, yes, but at the same mm-hmm. time, it comes with an extreme expense. And I and and I was like, damn. So in a, in a way, you could say that you know, like when I was in India, when I was in college, I thought, ah, if I can get an investment, damn. <laughs> that's it my life is set but then after going through this whole journey my whole reasoning became much more systematic layer that i understood that you know i don't need an investment mm-hmm. to get to make my company insanely successful yes i need investment as in like a traditional money standpoint mm-hmm. of view but i wouldn't need investment from someone like vcs or someone with visa evaluations to exist right, because right. their metrics are extremely extremely cutthroat mm-hmm. you know and for someone like me who's in social entrepreneurship mm-hmm. sector where you also want to make sure people get benefited from your product mm-hmm. there are there are some values that that kind of what do you say conflict upon so again again uh, that being said it was an amazing amazing uh, ju- uh, the journey that i was able to have upon it was hard but it has taught me so much about Indeed. business that i possibly could not get it anywhere else it was very mm-hmm. raw it was uh, I, and i was able to meet fantastic people like i wouldn't get this this type of uh, opportunity if i was in college or if i was just anywhere Absolutely. else in the world and getting in touch with the people that you've read stories about and talking to them in person yeah. and uh, that is that is that is the dream for me you know getting involved with such type of people and have these conversations mm-hmm. So yeah, in a way, I was very, very happy with the whole uh, dynamic that played out. So, like I said, inventing electro shoe is one specific part. Mm-hmm. Turning it from invention to business mm-hmm. is a whole different ball game. It's a whole different ball game out of out of uh, the, the, what people could possibly right. think about. And uh, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, obviously there are like insane amount of stories and everything right. that I was able to put upon. But this is a very small mm-hmm. gist. This is a very small gist of the kind of experiences that I sure. had. Uh, when i when i went to events when i went sure. to you know uh, when i when people find me and everything mm-hmm. so answering your question not many people uh, find me as in like hey that's a true guy but people 
who do find who who, who do find value uh-huh. in me and my idea will eventually spot me out like how Zach did. And that is and that is the that is the cool aspect about uh, electrosho I would say is that you know it it puts me in these scenarios where I get to have this conversation. So I'm super grateful. No, that's really good. I mean, you have you had already like a very wild and broad journey so far and I'm very sure that must have taught you a lot of stuff and that already sounds oh, yeah. like really amazing. You have learned a lot, been through a mm-hmm. lot and you are standing all strong enough. That's good. That's good. Mhm. Really appreciate this, man. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so okay, I mean that was a really good story that you told, like a backstory, a kind of a uh, nostalgic thing for you, maybe. <laughs> for sure, yeah. For sure. Yeah. So um, let's get back to uh, some of the questions that I have, if you don't mind. So like, um, sure. yeah. So I got a question like, uh, I, this is like collective research that some of people did and I did as well. Like, what do you think? Like, okay. what preventive and safety ideas that you can suggest on? A recent situation like there's this coronavirus pandemic in India uh using your uh technical <laughs> skills your technology brain like what do you think can be done with the help of technology in this kind of a situation oh preventive scenarios through technology um okay uh, this is a first okay um i don't know how much of my technical expertise could uh, play or pan out in this situation just because mm-hmm. uh, if a person like me could execute something some sort of technical mm-hmm. thing i'm pretty sure a lot more qualified people would be able to execute it too but i don't think we are looking at technical challenges or like technical preventive methods as in say because i think they are very mm-hmm. far far away than than what we might expect like i mean what i could really think right now on the spot is that if we could have had some um simulations that could have predicted the future you know in the first place the different type of viruses in the first place mm-hmm. right and if we had some schemes because like there are there are a lot of simulations that were that were being done in the gaming scenario or or just understanding the matrix scene like there are a lot of simulations that that people are hosting it up mm-hmm. and if it and i think i think bill gates has even pointed this out as well that you know i think fires back or something that he was able to talk about how the future can be mm-hmm. if if a pandemic mm-hmm. happens and 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 uh, scarily that's exactly what is happening like from point to point that he was able to point mm-hmm. it out and and he i think i think he also was kind of inclined towards creating schemes or policies that mm-hmm. would were that would encourage government funds like 1% of nuclear funds that these guys spend right the government mm-hmm. spends mm-hmm. if we could have that funds mm-hmm. be implemented to building the the simulations that could predict the at least scenarios of how the pandemic scenarios could right. be like and build a detailed policies from mm-hmm. that or scheme from mm-hmm. that that could have really you know benefited us at this mm-hmm. point you know but that being said like these i mean we we can still take control of the current situation maybe not as much as we would like to hope mm-hmm. so but we still could by following the simple measures as in social distancing and lockdown and that's what our government is doing and i'm really glad for that but at the same mm-hmm. time there are still people who go there are still people who who go in triple riding bikes and everything right. so i feel like it's also kind of as a human like how do you say like we just can't depend on government to to right, get right. everything done you know i think it has to come from 
like you know individual to individual too and when individual to individual decision takes place and when it goes on to collective basis that's when we really see something happening so mm-hmm. in the current situation people are doing what they have to do but uh, it can be better and right. it comes from right. us but at the same mm-hmm. time going on to the future mm-hmm. right i would say if we can have like uh the the university kids uh like we usually universities uh like iits or any engineering colleges mm-hmm. right like they have school projects mm-hmm. right they have school mm-hmm. projects they have to create like software engineers who are studying software mm-hmm. engineering usually yeah so they 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 are supposed to submit some sort of proposals or group projects by the end of year or something right, like right. that right so if if government and everyone takes a decision that mm-hmm. uh, the projects whatever mm-hmm. it is if they could spend a year or two on trying to come up with simulations or programs that mm-hmm. could predict the future scenarios and that mm-hmm. could and come up with the amazing policies and scenarios that could like you know weed this mm-hmm. out and maybe if if you can put some cash prize on right. that like on a national level like, like a hackathon like, or something right like, yeah something like that you know and and uh, and and, and I, i feel like i feel like something like mm-hmm. that would potentially uh, help us in a way where we can kind of uh, predict the future scenarios or future hazards mm-hmm. like at least beforehand and then we can be kind of equipped sure. you know so that's what i could like think about right now mm-hmm. you know nothing i could do technically specifically but uh, but these are some of the schemes that uh, we could definitely do and get benefited quite a lot in the the long run i would say well, that's a very unique idea that you just gave out i mean that's really uh, and yes i also saw that interview of bill gates that you were referring a few while and uh, what kind mm-hmm. of uh, like the kind of thought that came to my mind was like what happens when two visionaries like bill gates and elon musk you know get together on and work on something i mean that would be really great because these two visionaries have been doing a lot on science and technology so far definitely yeah. definitely um no i mean i mean it is always good to um yeah uh bring uh, different type of unique right. sets and these type of visionaries with these resources right. get involved with uh, with the such type of scheme that would be lovely to like you know that's, see these that's good guys like that's a crossover i'm looking for uh yeah definitely but this is but but uh, i feel like sometimes mm-hmm. uh people who have spent so much time thinking about different issues right like bill gates has spent so much time thinking about like world and everything that you know he has developed a certain mindset right, right. you know and uh, and i can say the exact same thing with the musk this guy is a visionary as mm-hmm. well and he knows his stuff and when he and as you can see through his interviews or through his books that you know mm-hmm. his line of reasoning is definitely on the right. point but that being said the more knowledge the person mm-hmm. knows the more bias they will be to a certain solution uh, you know and when you put and when you put two visionaries with amazing skill set amazing perspectives together mm-hmm. you will the chances of seeing a conflict in the ideation would be very mm-hmm. high at least on the probability side i would say just because uh the the more successful you get the more older you get the the mm-hmm. more impact you create in the world right the stronger your set of beliefs become right. so yeah i mean i don't know i mean i don't know how the crossover would 
pan out but that being said yeah. if these guys could put collective effort in what they are doing mm-hmm. and help each other out in whatever ideation they are hitting mm-hmm. on i think that would definitely definitely uh, make a huge game changer and right. i'm not even kidding i i believe that you mm-hmm. know uh they're already doing something about this you know and, and bill gates is doing his part on it right. yeah and uh, and uh, yeah i mean i feel like i feel like this is affecting the economy as Definitely. well and these guys run companies at least elon musk does bill gates is retired sure. now but then uh, but then uh, it's, it's still affecting the companies and the market scape and everything mm-hmm. so in a way they will have how they will they're probably doing something on it you know at least i would like to hope yeah, that you never you know, know this just because, <laughs> right yeah yeah And, and these guys are the people that you look up to. So yeah, I I I would I would I would love to see them do something amazing mm-hmm. with that. So yeah. sure, let's not give out much spoilers about this if in case that happens. <laughs> right? Yeah. Sure. Uh, so you were also talking about stuff that could take place in colleges and institutes. Like, uh, how about this? Like, if you are allowed to like, create a new subject, you know, for college and students uh, in schools, um, and you can regulate all what will be taught. So what would that be one subject that you can you know that you would like to add up <laughs> Sounds very dictatorship but okay um but <laughs> um uh, I feel like a Hitler right now <laughs> putting up such a such a uh, okay but uh, jokes aside let's see um these are great questions by the way man um kudos to you on like uh, coming up with such questions but um, apart from that um let's see Hmm. Okay, so I personally have seen growth in mm-hmm. me when I get a chance to think for my own self. And what I mean by mm-hmm. that is that, you know, think about a scenario like this. I'll give you a scenario. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm sure you're in university right now and uh, I'm also in university right mm-hmm. now at least. Oh, I I don't want to, but I am, <laughs> but okay. So and then see university scene we wake mm-hmm. up we go to classes mm-hmm. okay and uh, and then we come and i don't know if you have roommates but uh, sometimes when you have roommates mm-hmm. right and when you come back to your mm-hmm. room like like see you go to classes and you hear what professors say you write notes and everything and in this time you might not get much chance to think for right. yourself or about your mm-hmm. life or have self reflection or mm-hmm. whatever it is and then you come back to your mm-hmm. room and then in the meantime you might be listening to songs or whatever it is mm-hmm. okay and then you come to your room and then you see a roommate or whoever mm-hmm. it is your friend or whatever mm-hmm. it is and then you talk and usually if they have a playstation you end up playing playstation because they will like let's play playstation or whatever it is sure. and then uh, and then mm-hmm. you come out you go to dinner lunch you again have people mm-hmm. in front of you beside mm-hmm. you you have random jokes discussions whatever it is again you don't get time to think for your own right. self till mm-hmm. here at this point as well mm-hmm. and then you step out and then uh, you do whatever it is whether it's assignments homework or whatever it is or watch netflix even if that is the case right watch netflix right. again like and, and then you after this you can do whatever you want and then you come back and if your roommates are party going they be like let's go to party or whatever it is, it is at the night time and if you do go to party or clubbing or whatever it is or even if you go sit at your home and read stuff or whatever it is you are not at all engaging yourself personally as in like you're not talking to yourself and understanding yourself better 
what you are what is really happening here is that mm-hmm. you know a group of people and their certain bunch of mm-hmm. beliefs are 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 being talked upon mm-hmm. and you are and your reasoning or on whatever it is is kind of getting affected by people around you you know and and you're not really having a rational thought and instead you're having conversations that you think are having a rational thought for your own mm-hmm. self so what i mean by that mm-hmm. and what i mean by this scenario that i just pointed out is that you mm-hmm. know people are really really not able to understand their own selves properly you know and okay. that is where i feel like most of the problems like you know arise whether it's like you know financially whether it's uh, like you know career choices lifestyle choices whatever it is you know like i feel like it all boils down to like people understanding themselves better and uh, and uh-huh. uh, i have personally seen my own growth happen and understand uh-huh. myself better and make proper decisions for myself that i can be proud of uh-huh. when i skipped school when i mm-hmm. skipped meeting people i'm not saying mm-hmm. be anti social i'm not at all anti social but then mm-hmm. you know you need some of your you time for yourself right you need you know? some and, space uh, for yourself yeah yeah and and uh, i would say that you know more than having a concept or or like a subject that i want to focus upon a people or something like that i would say if people can personally have their own me time you know not as a, i can like you know someone forcing them to have a me time at this particular hour only mm-hmm. but if people could genuinely have me time out of their day maybe like an hour or two right. you know and just lie down and think about stuff you know that whatever is happening you know mm-hmm. i feel like that is such a beautiful thing that one can have and that is, i feel like that's also a huge privilege if you can mm-hmm. do that that's a huge privilege awesome. like people might not people might not see this but i i i personally said it's it's very hard mm-hmm. to have that type of life no, that type of i uh, agree with that yeah, i agree with yeah. that yeah yeah and and i would say that that would be my my take on you know having a personal hour you know uh, would be would be really helpful for people that oh, that's point. a really great so, yeah. idea and that's, that's I, a really great idea like because giving space to people to think about themselves is really necessary like is getting speed mm-hmm. up every day by day and you were just like meeting new people you don't need to, you don't get time to think about like what you am I doing what am I supposed to do you know what I want to do you don't have time right? yeah 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 and that's what i think is good about this lockdown and the uh, whole isolation thing too is that right. you know you get time to meet your family you get time to understand exactly. the way that you ever could have exactly you, know? you get to and, see uh, you might i mean mm-hmm. you get to see like what yeah, other things you yeah, can and, do and, right Yeah exactly and uh, to be honest like I I was I was I was okay being isolated so I was uh, when I was creating electro show mm-hmm. I was isolated for a month mm-hmm. I would say just planning stuff out you know mm-hmm. and uh, afterwards like you know well when I was in barrier I was also kind of isolated in my own mm-hmm. and it, I was I was kind of like you know I had these little bit of like what do we say dopamine uh, stunt kind of thing so like this is what i do like uh, i feel like i feel like the motivation for me comes when i when i am terribly terribly hard on myself right. like i have no confidence at all like i don't have mm-hmm. any uh, delicious food i don't mm-hmm. have any delicious uh, what do you say whatever it is i don't have uh, tv i don't watch tv i don't play video games i don't do anything mm-hmm. like you know i don't have i, I completely shut down all the dopamine 
reactors awesome. that, that that you know that cause that and and uh, really get stuff done because you you try so hard to get out of that misery uh-huh. that that you you usually make insane amount of progress and that's what i do for myself that you know i shut down everything and i try to put myself in a very miserable mm-hmm. state so now i will work so mm-hmm. hard to get out of it you know that that's not healthy i would say no <laughs> actually you get you gave a very scientific explanation to this because just to tell the listeners actually dopamine is released from your glands when you do something you know that you desire to and that makes you happy so he's doing a real mm-hmm. good job uh, uh sadat is doing what he's doing is that he don't do things that give him fun that gives him happiness so what happens is like your dopamine simulation comes down and then you start to enjoy whatever you're doing and that actually motivates you to do new things and new stuff that's amazing man kudos to mm-hmm. you awesome yeah i mean thank you i, I mean i've seen this work quite a lot mm-hmm. and uh, at least for my own self and again i was able to understand this mm-hmm. when i was able to like shut myself from everything right. and have a time for myself to think like i was able to analyze okay how was i able to even accomplish electric shoe like even creating that is such a hard thing Indeed. to do like uh, i and like if i go back and if i think was i that person like really and even if i go back and think about my barrier journey living fruitless homeless mm-hmm. like think about it that is such a misery right, right. man you know such a self doubt but then that means i'm going to work my ass out to like get myself out of that situation exactly. you know and 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 i think i think that's how it has always been with me that that uh, how mm-hmm. i kind of like put myself in that position mm-hmm. and and do everything possible to get out mm-hmm. of it so and but but again we digressed a bit but coming back to the whole isolation thing or whatever mm-hmm. it is like uh, i i get time to spend i mean i was okay i being isolated but my parents they were not isolated they were they were they, they had life going on right. with them you know my mom was a lawyer and she oh. was getting involved with cases daily daily to basis and mm-hmm. my father was insanely busy he never had a time to like you know mm-hmm. uh, ha- have a proper conversation with me or mm-hmm. he probably thought it was not necessary because i'm okay you know mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then now everyone is kind of being forced upon to sit in one specific place right. and i am getting to know about my father my mom that i possibly could have never even imagined to mm-hmm. so i feel like in a way it's a good it's a good time not as in like uh, <laughs> with the whole pandemic situation yeah. but but uh, there are there are some good stuff that came out of it and and i am really happy that you know i'm having these mm-hmm. conversations with my parents and uh, i'm still getting a chance to meet people like you and have these conversations with people like you you mm-hmm. know where where uh, i'm putting myself in a very vulnerable spot and telling mm-hmm. what my belief patterns are you know and that mm-hmm. is okay because if, if if anyone can get benefited from any even like 1% of the mindset that mm-hmm. we both share here mm-hmm. i feel like that's that that that's that's everything exactly. you know that's so, what we aim yeah. for right for sure man for right. sure yeah. yeah amazing yeah. amazing um that's nice i mean you 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 have been like dealing with a lot already and uh, i i just recognized this also like i remember like you also have this thing called electrophore right Mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. so uh, i mean you have already been through a lot personally i mean uh, and you have this kind of a forum so uh, i would also like to know like what kind of uh, experiences that you can remember that you got from your hashtag truth mask right like what kind of thing that you have mm-hmm. faced i mean the current scenario situations people have told about or opened up about and what do you think can be done to prevent those kind of stuff 
from the origin. I mean, what can be done to prevent it from the very origin of it? If you can share some. Hmm. Again, ma'am. Um, look, I've been talking to a lot of journalists for a while now, mm-hmm. but no one has asked me these type of questions, like such layered questions, such uh, what do we say, amazing research, man. I have to give you that. Thank you, and. Uh, and and uh, but but let's see okay the truth mask what what did i learn from these experiences and uh, what can we do to prevent the origin of it from itself okay right. great questions two two of the great questions here mm-hmm. let's see um okay so what did i learn from truth mask so here's the thing okay so when i was when i was in bay area okay mm-hmm. people and uh, investors and basically everyone who knew how the businesses were mm-hmm. told me one specific thing okay mm-hmm. you are not supposed to love your solution you're supposed to love the problem you're trying to solve right right okay? solutions can come in any form Correct. but the problem you're trying to solve mm-hmm. is the most important thing and when you solve problem that is when the business is be successful mm-hmm. it's not by creating a perfect solution mm-hmm. it's by creating mm-hmm. It's by doing something uh-huh. to reduce the problem. Uh-huh. That is when you see a nice trajectory to your own uh, uh-huh. business or movement or whatever uh-huh. it is, uh-huh. right? Even for non-profits, right? Uh-huh. So, and 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 that means I had to understand at its at its essence what hustle really is to people, uh-huh. you know. And I had to ask different people from time to time. And I will share two stories with you. Uh-huh. Okay? Two stories when I was. pilot testing electro shoe when i was selling couple of minimum viable products and i was getting feedback and mm-hmm. everything i started to get more personal with my own user who pilot testing mm-hmm. right and uh, one of the when i i'll share this story okay so one of the pilot testers right um she shared this story and and that uh, says thank you so much for what you're doing i really appreciate mm-hmm. this and i just want to share some story that happened mm-hmm. to me and then she goes that uh, when she was uh, coming back from her college mm-hmm. okay she was waiting at a bus okay. stand okay okay and uh, and uh, suddenly some guy on a bike mm-hmm. just uh, like you know he wears a helmet mm-hmm. he's on his helmet and he just drives in front of her he looks at her he again there's no one in like you know in that beside in, yeah, in that bus okay. stand it's only okay. her he just uh, uh, like you know i think it, he is probably like 5 10 meters distance i think you know from her and he just unzips his pants yeah. and he starts masturbating looking at her you know so like yeah exactly my reaction exactly like shit like what oh, the hell shit. like something like that even exists like something like that even exists and i could never even think of something like this to exist okay mm-hmm. and uh, and and i am like okay so if this really exists then let me ask my other pilot mm-hmm. so i go on and i ask 20 of the girls that i mm-hmm. know and in those 20 men 16 of them have faced the exact same scene oh, like you wouldn't believe it 16 of them this oh is so God. so insane like like see you didn't know about this i didn't know mm-hmm. about this this is what i'm telling mm-hmm. you right this is one of the type of assaults mm-hmm. that you would never have and after this guy's mm-hmm. done like jerking mm-hmm. off and shit like this guy just runs away oh, you know what i'm saying like that's what these guys do and and, and this is insane I, i i didn't even know like something like this even exists and i'm like and then when i was in college i i was 
like one of my friends she was asking me that uh-huh. said like like what's up with electro show and everything i'm like yeah i'm like i started this new thing called electro for and everything and i'm i'm uh, like i'm learning new stuff and uh-huh. like let me tell you this like i was i don't like i couldn't believe this but this is what the girl told me and she's like oh yeah that happened to me too and i'm like what the fuck like this oh, is happening shit. like globally like globally and, mean, and not many people know about this are aware of these type of things and then i go oh, back shit. to uh, the journalist that i know like uh, she's uh-huh. a woman journalist and she's uh, uh-huh. she's been involved with these activities for so long and she also lives uh-huh. in my apartment and i knock on the door and i ask her what uh-huh. is this like like girls are telling me this and she's like uh-huh. oh yeah like i i i i this happened to me too and uh, oh, when i was in uh, when i was and when and she's in her i think she's in her 40s now uh-huh. but this happened to her when she was in her 20s so this has been happening for so long that i was not even born at that time oh, you know goodness. and who knows even 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 soon even, even like my point here is that you know these type of scenes do exist mm-hmm. and no one talks about these type of this scenes. is gruesome and uh, this is Bruce I and mean, uh, this journalist that I was talking about she told me she she shed on more light on this mm-hmm. and her name is Mr Ms Wanaja by the way and uh, so Ms Wanaja she she told me that uh, uh, she finally got a chance to like meet someone who used to do these activities mm-hmm. and she interviewed that person okay and he also happened to be a leader of these uh, what do we say these guys are called flashers at least in the western right, right. Uh, the western name given to these are called flashers mm-hmm. like literally like they like they flash right. the ding dong on right. people that's what mm-hmm. they do and and uh, these flashers mm-hmm. right so the and the mrs wanita she got chance to like uh, meet uh, the leader of this little pack of who runs this flashers group in hyderabad or wherever yeah. it is but i'm pretty sure it's in the it's in uh, one of the telugu states okay, okay? and uh, and uh, he and he was telling her that you know it was more like a game it was more like a game like how many girls have you like you know flash upon like it's it's a, it's a very sick game that that goes around this culture of yeah, people, you know and 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 yeah and when i was going more in depth on that the more words it was getting and then this is one of the stories and i'm like man this needs to be told out to people yes, okay of course. and and uh, and and there's one more scene mm-hmm. okay this this is and this is one of the mm-hmm. catalyst sure for me to start like mm-hmm. over but there's also one more story and there are thousands of stories but this is one more important story that i would mm-hmm. like to share uh, that has also acted like a huge catalyst is that uh, i like you wouldn't believe it but uh, 9 out of 10 mm-hmm. transgenders mm-hmm. are raped or raped like that's the horrible oh, stuff they're literally free and uh, and and that's so human you know Absolutely. and uh, i i i also have to like represent uh-huh. a certain minority too too you know um, and and i had to get involved with them and uh-huh. i was having this conversation so i met the hyderabad's uh, one of the uh, what do we say uh, movement channelizers for for the lgbt uh-huh. community uh-huh. here his name is uh-huh. anil and uh, and uh, Anil is probably the, he's the co-founder of Mobera Foundation okay. and Mobera is a foundation that helps LGBT What's people of Hyderabad it's Mobera M O Mobera M O B B E R Mobera Foundation so it's an LGBTQ organization mm-hmm. uh, inclining towards helping the LGBTQ mm-hmm. members community mm-hmm. and uh, I got a chance to sit and talk to him and ask him like uh, like man like 
like this is the horse language that Delhi is using in cases and uh, and uh, what am I missing here? Like what's happening here? Uh-huh. And he has shared like you know terrible stories and like how the whole thing happens and everything. And uh, it was very sad hearing that. But then he shared his own personal story to me, uh-huh. and his personal story begins like this. Okay, so when he came out to his parents, uh-huh. um, um, couple of uh, what do you say years uh-huh. ago. they they treated him like shit they disowned him they kicked him out of the house and uh, and uh, he he was on his own okay he was completely on his own and uh, and that's how he 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 was meeting his uh, days ends uh, by doing other by doing random work he was studying uh-huh. he was he was doing everything to to make sure he could he could have a decent uh-huh. life you know and that's where started mobara and uh-huh. everything so he was telling me these stories and uh-huh. everything and then while i was in like while i was asking him these uh-huh. questions he tells me that you know but that being said good times come uh-huh. say and i got a call from my mom that asking me to come and meet okay. her okay and i'm like that's great man that's great and uh, after like a week i don't hear back from him two weeks i don't hear back from him i believe uh-huh. and uh, he and then and then he he gives me and i can like i i meet his partner his name is sandy uh-huh. and i'm like what's up and he's like something terrible has happened and i see anil being insanely injured and i go to him and i ask him what happened man and he tells me when he went back to his uh-huh. house his brother father has changed him to the chair and they started hitting him with oh, the bat sure. you know and they were and they and they were forcing him to marry someone yeah. you know and uh, and they call and they call the uh, psychologist therapist who it is to like you know helping to to help him like you know whatever it is like you know getting him out of this situation or like what they think the situation is right so and, uh, no it is terrible and and this is a sad part right so uh, he he tells me that and and he somehow got out of the situation he came out of his house and everything and he was running it was in the middle of the night around 1 am or 2 am something along those in that uh-huh. time frame and uh, and uh, he see a bunch of cops okay he see a bunch of cops and uh, they 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 see this guy bleeding to death and they're like what happened uh-huh. right and then he's like hey like this is what is happening i'm, I'm a part of lgbtq community my parents are not agreeing with it they're abusing it can i please file a uh-huh. complaint and they're like sure okay. sure so first let's go with the basics what does your father okay. do you know and then he goes on well he is an SI of this uh, uh this specific uh, okay. place and then they be like and then they be like okay so this looks like more like a family trouble if it's family trouble you do it in family sure. you know we can't butt in see like again this is a sad thing that exists from day to day okay and this is what kind of questioned my own belief system okay so when i was creating electro show in the very first uh-huh. stage it was to it's like the whole use case was that to like it it shocks people uh-huh. and then it sends location uh-huh. to police and family uh-huh. okay and and but then his story has completely altered it just because if your own family is hurting uh-huh. you if your uh-huh. own police that you're supposed to uh-huh. trust are giving up uh-huh. on you then who's going to help these people right. right like this raised a huge question on my end wow. and i'm like 
and I'm like, and I and I thought hard, like for a day or two, and I'm like, who's going to help these guys? Uh-huh. Like, like what's the use of having a product like mine even exist uh-huh. if it doesn't really solve all these type of puzzles? Uh-huh. I'm not really trying to solve the problem that I want uh-huh. to do, and I really want to be helpful uh-huh. to people, right? I just can't be some some guy who creates a cool product who gets some shares or some shit, uh-huh. and then just like you know, try to, no, that that's not me, you know, and and. I really think super hard, and then I realized uh-huh. that, regardless of who that person is, who the analyst, okay. okay, if even if he is a part of the trans community, gay community, whatever it is that he represents, uh-huh. and whoever his father is, if I know that a person is in danger one kilometer across uh-huh. me, even if it's not helping, I would at least go and check it out if it's in my resources right now. That's the kind of person I am right now, and uh, that's the kind of person. That's the kind of people that I hang out with. That's how my friends are too. Uh-huh. You know, if something is happening, we want to check it out and see what we can do about uh-huh. this. That's what Electrofer community is all about. We try to like tell people, we try to be there for people. But that being said, that's just not uh-huh. us. That's lot of people. That's lot of people. Like for example, lot of people of our generation, I would say, uh-huh. you know, are very very. Are, 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 they show empathy on lot of things, and if you check social media, if there's someone who shares their vulnerable story, you see gazillion of comments being supportive that you go girl or you go right. boy, you got it sorted out. We are here right. for you. When they share some sort of mental depression story or whatever uh-huh. it is, you see people want to help other right. people. You know, yes, there are some trolls right. and stuff, but that's that, that that's a part of life. You you get best of both worlds, right. but there are also a lot of people. Uh-huh. And if there are, and if and if in like 50% of the people are willing to take chances and like write positive comments, like take time and write positive comments, uh-huh. you know, like there's a clear, clear need that you can see that people do want to help the people who uh-huh. are in, uh-huh. you know, but there is no bridge that connects exactly. them. There's literally no bridge that connects them, and that is what we want Electro Show to be. That is right. like you know. Yeah, we we want to like it sends location, mm-hmm. it shocks, sure, it sends location mm-hmm. to Polish family, mm-hmm. sure, but at the same time, it sends location to anyone who is nearby mm-hmm. and has this bad mm-hmm. feedback. So again, like we are making people superheroes, right. you know, we are giving people the mm-hmm. chance, we are creating a mm-hmm. bridge mm-hmm. to to make sure they can show their superhero abilities that is to help people right i mean that's a real yeah. good in, uh, that's a real good uh, like um, inspiration that you got i mean the incident was really gruesome and really sad i feel really bad for anil altogether definitely. but uh, definitely and, and at the same mm-hmm. time yeah and this has given me a great great leeway in understanding about my right. own self and about my own company right. and about the people who want to work on right. it you know right. and and after understanding my company i realized that you know these type of stories are not at all told in our traditional right, mainstream I mean, media or whatever right. it is and 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 i was like trying to look into this problem in a magnified uh-huh. lens okay i was like putting this on i was like why don't people really tell these right. stories and think about it why would they how could they when they're in such situations like think about the girl whom i just explained uh-huh. this scenario one would she go out and tell people you know hey someone just splashed their dick on me like that's so bad like you know what i'm saying uh-huh. it's so hard to say something like that like where you are putting yourself in a vulnerable situation uh-huh. where you are you are telling a very very vulnerable moment of uh-huh. your life and people wouldn't want to do that 
right like i mean and at why how could i mean anil could say that now because he's an activist right. you know he has a certain beliefs and he is not afraid to speak on it and his experiences have turned him into that person but there are thousands and thousands of people like mm-hmm. anil mm-hmm. anil who 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 are in the same who who are in a similar situation of not yeah they can't speak out and if no one speaks out man like how will people like you and i know about this and what can we do about mm-hmm. it right like if we don't know about the problem we can't do anything to address mm-hmm. it right so so to really prevent this i came up with this initiative called truth mask initiative mm-hmm. okay and uh, it basically means that you know anyone could share their story just by printing out a question mm-hmm. mark from their printer or whatever mm-hmm. it is and start questioning like you know this is what is happening to mm-hmm. me you know people just questioning that you know this is what is happening to me and what should i do like is there a specific thing that i could do and just asking for help without revealing your identity i feel like that is something very profound and should have happened mm-hmm. you know like long before it is such a common thing to think about but no one has ever done mm-hmm. it and uh, and i'm not even kidding when we posted the first three mm-hmm. stories of 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 uh, of uh, women and men alike sharing their personal uh, stories and questioning for for help which you can find in instagram too we received we received 40 videos back in a span of one week from people wow. and i was like man like 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 this is insane Actually. and and uh, yeah and and as you can see there's a clear need for such type of help that people want to speak right. about but there is no channel so this is what electro fur stands for mm-hmm. okay electro fur the name itself what it means is that you know it means electro fur akash mm-hmm. you know it means electro fur star mm-hmm. it means electro fur whoever that person is electro fur you that means power for you we are trying to be you know someone who who want to make sure that you tell your stories which are bugging you which are making mm-hmm. you you know uh, Take, like think whatever it is and create bad right. choices or right. whatever is like you know bugging in your head we want that to mm-hmm. go and usually it won't go till you ask for help uh-huh. and you won't be able to ask for help if you don't tell people these type of stories uh-huh. right and if you don't let if you don't give people context no one's going to get it hence we cre- we try to create with this uh, truth mask platform and and uh, it worked out very well for us to understand the dynamics and to understand how it has uh, like you know progressed since uh, past couple of months and what people think about it and we have ca- and we have came up with amazing uh-huh. skills with that research that we found from the truth mask campaign that we ran very briefly uh-huh. you know and we were able to come up with amazing policies that we will execute very soon once the whole pandemic situation like you know comes under uh-huh. control but that 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 truth mask uh-huh. campaign has has helped us understand the true true problem at a uh, at a very uh, small right, level right, right. you know and, and i wouldn't say it has given me everything but it has given me a gist of what everything could look right. like you know and that is what i'm really grateful for the truth mask uh, that's really you know. amazing so yeah because this these are things like people general public don't know even about like they don't get this in the news they don't get this in the media because people differently not everyone speaks out on whatever they are facing they can be xyz reasons for that but yes your platform is doing that and, and i really appreciate that 
For sure, for sure. And, and, and that is what ElectroShoe or ElectroFur that we are trying to create right now stands for. That, you know, we want to be there for people, awesome. you know, no matter what it is. So when someone asks me what ElectroShoe is, is it a product, is it an app? And I'm like, it's not either. It's actually a moment, you know. We, we see it more like a moment. We don't see it as a company as per se. Mm-hmm. We, we want people to actually be there for mm-hmm. the people, you know. And that is the whole ethos of our... Uh, way of dealing with it because and you asked me second question like how can you fix the origin mm-hmm. of it look there is no origin mm-hmm. for this I mean there is an origin but then how can you determine mm-hmm. that you know how can you really determine it's like chicken and egg kind of problem right. you know and and uh, it really can it's be really, variable like but that being mm-hmm. said that doesn't mean we, we might not have solution right. we can have mm-hmm. solution and will that solution do every possible thing to take care of this mm-hmm. problem Probably mm-hmm. not, but mm-hmm. but if it can reduce the number of mm-hmm. assets from like I'm telling you the the unofficial alerts like like the unofficial alerts the assets that people at least uh, which is not noted down happens in India are like I think mm-hmm. every day nine thousand plus people are assaulted on yeah, daily basis. You know it can be yeah it comes in a lot of forms right. and 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 if we can. Reduce that number even by mm-hmm. 50%, 40%, 30%, 10%, even 5%, man, you're still making a world a better place in whatever what in whatever way Indeed. you could. Sure, it's a little less, but man, that's like like it's still a lot Actually, better. Right. You know? And and that is what we are trying to hope for at this point. That you know there's no perfect mm-hmm. solution, but the, but in an ideal world, how a perfect solution can pan out right. is that, you know. There should be people helping other people, not products, not anyone else, but people being there for fellow right. humans. Product, products time can just be a medium, man. That's amazing. Exactly, right. exactly. And this is why I think that, mm-hmm. you know, Electroshow is more of a movement mm-hmm. that, that we are trying. And again, a person doesn't really have to have Electroshoe as a mm-hmm. product to get notified mm-hmm. for this. Mm-hmm. Like, we also have a free mobile application. Mm-hmm. You know, and let's say Akash, um, you don't have the product with you, but then if you have downloaded the free application mm-hmm. in your mobile mm-hmm. phone, right, you would still get alert. Whoever is nearby and is like, you know, in danger, mm-hmm. you know, and and when they are in danger, it also records a conversation of ten wow. seconds, and you get a chance to mm-hmm. view it if this is a legit and actual assault. You can hear the noise if a girl is screaming, if a man is mm-hmm. screaming, you will know that, and you'll be like, damn, this is an actual issue this is an actual problem right yes, now well. and someone's in danger right. yeah and and then you click that you just click you tap on that link and then you automatically get redirected to the mm-hmm. location and you can find that out by yourself like you know what is happening and in fact you can even go with your uh, friends with you mm-hmm. to like check out the situation you know so if we can create such type of deterrence mm-hmm. among like you know giving this caution to the predators mm-hmm. like you know Hey man, if you do something bad to that person, whether a woman or a man or a person of LGBT community, mm-hmm. one, you will get mm-hmm. shot, and two, people will come nevertheless, right. okay, and they will be there right. for you, any mm-hmm. random person. If we can, if we can give that sense of hope to the people mm-hmm. in need and deterrence to the people who have bad mm-hmm. intentions, I feel like that is how we try to slow down the process and really, hopefully, you know. Reduce the number of assaults that happen Definitely. in India. That is, that is, and that is the kind of ideal world that I am hoping it. And again, I don't, 
I don't I don't think I might be able to accomplish this problem or like finish this problem mm-hmm. uh, 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 in my lifetime. But if I could create some sort of solid base and a reasoning for other people to fall upon and work on this problem even mm-hmm. more, that is that is what I'm really hoping for. If I can create a bridge for more people to stand upon and to like work out on the reasoning of this mechanism, mm-hmm. I feel like that's I've done my end on it. So that is what I'm trying to hope. No, really you're already doing it really well because you're trying to bridge this whole distance by using technology and your ideology to win this kind of stuff. That's really amazing and highly commendable, man. Awesome. For sure, for sure. Thank you. That's Thank pretty you. awesome. Like, Thank you. A guy like you, just in his young age and doing this kind of stuff, thinking to that intellect level, that's really rare to see, first of all. And I believe like everybody should give a thought and anybody or any of my listeners my followers if they are interested please do connect with this guy he's doing already great stuff and if you have ideas reach out to him just motivate him and just add up to whatever good things he's doing up i'll be really happy with that that's amazing man thank you so much for the kind words sure, akash you really appreciate it yeah sure yeah. i'm going to code some of the sentences and some quotes that you just said in the whole conversation that will be really helpful to people sure for sure amazing takeaway sure, yeah. yeah so uh, like i mean you have been doing a lot and you have been giving out a lot of efforts and you see like even now we all are in a state of learning something new all day every time right 24/7 mm-hmm. so uh, i want to know like apart from learning stuff like everybody tells like what they are learning how they are learning i want to know like what you do for fun i mean you might get some time you know demotivated you might get tired it might be sometimes cumbersome to discontinue you might be stressed or tense with whatever things are going on so how do you keep up yourself like what do you do for fun to keep growing um that's a great question mm-hmm. akash um what do i do for fun um it's it's um uh, i don't know if it's a fun is going to um last by doing one specific thing that i think is fun just because i kind of see fun as something mm-hmm. like uh it's like a emotion spikes for example mm-hmm. you could you could uh, i could say i would i would uh, like to sit and uh, on the grass and look at the sky but uh, but uh, sometimes that could uh, also mean that you know when i'm having a shitty day that that might not really give us fun you know what i'm saying right. so and if i'm playing video games like i love playing video games but then if i'm getting destroyed and then if someone kills mm-hmm. me that would piss me off <laughs> <laughs> i don't i don't know how i can find fun here you know but that thing said i do think that uh, in a day we go through a lot of emotions in one mm-hmm. day and no one is uh, capable of having one single emotion at all like you know i'm a very extroverted i'm very introverted mm-hmm. or i'm very fun going i don't think every, like you know any one is capable of having like one streamlined mm-hmm. uh, trait mm-hmm. but I, or having emotions like that but mm-hmm. more like uh, a set of emotions that happen in a one specific day for example like uh, if my mom compliments me i'm like i feel happy and uh, if it's a bit of if uh, if electrocution is not working out then i feel sad mm-hmm. and, uh, and and you know like 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 it's a lot of emotions in one single day that i mm-hmm. say you know so fun i can find fun in order of lot of things you know i can find fun in order of like just looking at my wall ceiling mm-hmm. sometimes and uh, sometimes working out sometimes a lot of things but having this sense of clarity that you know we are not 
uh, uh, prone to having one set of emotions mm-hmm. by doing one set of mm-hmm. things gives you amazing freedom to like play around with the variables you know once you understand mm-hmm. this i feel like people could find fun in literally anything at a given time you know so i feel like having this type of clarity is always good and i was able to get this type of clarity when i when i was uh, in my college and i was like why do i not feel fun for this for the xyz thing xyz thing then i started asking myself this mm-hmm. you know this seemed fun last time but it doesn't seem fun mm-hmm. now what is happening here mm-hmm. you know and once i realized this uh, phenomenon that happens with us as humans mm-hmm. like that i was like wow okay cool so i can i can like be i i i can be in a situation where i can find fun out of anything if i have mm-hmm. so yeah so that that would be i know i know i'm not able to give you like direct yes or no answer but 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 but, but uh, this is this is uh, uh, how i kind of mm-hmm. see what what i find fun is but usually uh, but i usually i do spend a lot of time working out that i can tell you irrespective of uh, finding it fun or not fun i just spend a lot of time just doing some weight training and uh, doing some uh, calisthenic type of workout awesome. because i find it uh, extremely extremely yeah like it, it feels good when you put on a shirt and when your muscles hug your <laughs> sleeves and shirts like it's like it who doesn't like it <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 and, and there's also and, and i feel like the more tough you mm-hmm. get uh, uh and then uh, doing these workouts and everything you're also training your mind right. that uh, you are able you, you can withstand a lot of uh right. in life. so in a way i feel like it's a really great mental exercise as well when you when you when you push your reps or whatever you yeah. do when you it, it can keep well, focus you know right you definitely definitely mm-hmm. and and so I I would say working out mm-hmm. is something that I find extremely mm-hmm. rewarding that is like oh, it being fun or not fun you know right. so that I can right. really Oh, that's that's awesome that was a really good takeaway for people who are like beginning into this uh, or already dealing with this kind of stuff and it was really amazing because it you just gave out a lot of information that people might not know about told about you and your project and that was really an eye opening thing for a lot of people I'm pretty sure from my me myself like i got to know really good things and really good experiences that you had in the past few years It was amazing experience mm-hmm. talking to you uh, Siddharth it was really nice of you that you gave out some of your time that you spent with us and answered some of your questions no, no, no. i mean um i mean uh, first of all yeah i mean definitely um i just wanted to like say this out akash that uh, like okay, like i keep saying this that you know i was able to talk to a lot of journalists and everything but type of questions that you were asking and uh, the kind of uh, um experience that you were trying to tap mm-hmm. into and the reasoning that you were tapping mm-hmm. to is something very very profound you know and i feel like uh, you were able to really bring something out of the people that people wouldn't really get chance to share it on on traditional medium or platforms or whatever it is through interviews or whatever it is like usually they wouldn't get chance to like really explain these mm-hmm. type of reasoning that they believe upon so in a way you are really getting on to people's values man and i really appreciate thank you, you so know? much man and they're really asking the right questions like uh-huh. uh, this is this is this is something that i always aspire to where people uh-huh. can have such type of conversations uh-huh. and people can have such type of uh-huh. so yeah and I'm, i'm very happy that we had this conversation on guys you know and I mean, uh, 
definitely mm-hmm. man uh, it has been my pleasure you know being a part of your podcast thank you so much i'm really glad that you actually got the point like why am i asking this question and that's my point of view as well like to bring out the people from the technology domain like what kind of things they are doing and just to make them understand people that whatever they are doing is bringing out a revolution and they can actually motivate a lot of people and can tell a lot about them as well so that's my motive with these mm-hmm. podcast series that i'm coming up with and thank you so much again uh, i'm pretty sure my listeners and my audience must have really enjoyed it i'm pretty sure people are going to follow you more and talk maybe and maybe they will come out more about their innovations their experiences to you and i'll be really glad if that happens and uh, i really wish you all the good luck and i wish the best for you for all your projects and your um, new upcoming ventures that you're going into and if you ever need my help you please do contact me i'll be really glad to help you out in some way if i can in whatever way i would be for right. sure mm-hmm. for sure really appreciate this you're welcome yeah. anytime so uh this is where the podcast ends it was a really great experience talking to you and we collected a lot of information that might help us all in the future um so on the end note i thank you and the listeners for listening to this podcast and for you telling out about yourself and the projects that you have been through um thank you so much guys and that's where it ends um uh, this was an amazing podcast i'm pretty sure this might be helpful and we are ending up here um we'll be back with a new podcast with a new uh, story of a guy or maybe a girl or anybody from the technology domain we'll be talking about new stuff and till then stay safe take care of yourselves and um, we know that we are here to make a change with technology so let's do this see you in the next podcast